So, Preston, the second episode of The Mandalorian came out uh, yesterday, I Oh, believe. my gosh. So much to talk about. So much to <laughs> analyze, man. So, God, you know, the thing is, it's just so rich and complicated that, I, I mean, did you, all that mud? Like, uh, what does it mean? <laughs> this was... This is really weird because, and this is something I've been noticing. Okay, so for those of you uh, who don't know our scores from the first episode, I gave it a 7, which is an above average. You gave it a 5, which was a below average. I want to make that clear. Because well, well five, 5 is perfectly average. 5 is mind. below. Like, 7 is, a, like, if 5 is below, 6 is average, 7 is above, 8 is good, I th- 9 is great. I think I need great. to explain to you how numbers work and how <laughs> averages work. Because... <laughs> I gave it, I, I wanted to say that it was middle of the road, didn't like it, didn't hate it, mm-hmm. just kind of there. Mm-hmm. Um, do, you, do you have an initial, like, reaction to the second episode? Um, I, I think I'm at the same, like, I, I gave, I would say it was above average. I gave it a seven, because I thought a seven was above average. My bad. Um, but I would say <laughs> this is just average. I would say this is just completely, which now, is I'll, weird. I'll, I'll grant you the, the, like, seven, like, we usually think of, like, if it's 70%, like, in school, that's a C. Mm-hmm. And C is, like, considered, like, middle of the class, supposedly. Really, you know, not really. I mean, middle of the class is probably usually a B. But, yeah. But, uh, you know, they're supposed to do curbs to a C. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But I, I want to say, tough. if the first episode was above average, this one is just average because... I'm not saying I'm not saying a show needs to have like dialogue for for it to be a, like awesome. You know, there's there are some shows and even movies where you know nothing is said for the longest time and it's still a good movie. Like um, uh, that movie with Vin Diesel Riddick, like for like the first yeah, thirty yeah. minutes he's not saying anything and it's still a good movie, mm-hmm. even though it's just a remake of Pitch Black. Um, or or like any of the like the um, the spaghetti westerns, you right? Know, the, with with Clint Eastwood and. And stuff where, where, you know, huge scenes can go by where nothing is said. And, mm-hmm. and they can be hilarious scenes or, or really captivating scenes, you know, so. So, but episode two is just, like, we had some comedy with him chasing the Jawas after they uh, steal his stuff. Uh, we had nice uh, bits of action scene when those uh, bounty hunters are going after him, which they kind of mm-hmm. look like the bounty hunters from, like, when he uh, delivers the bounty to Grief Karga in the first episode. Like, like they look like the, what are they called? A boss species, Tradosians? They do, but they also looked like the species from that he was battling with the IG unit. Um, and so, I mean, they they kind of had a brown, dark, rubbery mask, so it was tough mm-hmm. to tough to see what they were. I don't think they were the Bosk species because otherwise they would they would ha- not have uh, shoes or whatever. But regardless, you know, we have some nice action scenes here and there in the beginning, and then the little comedy scene with him chasing the Sandcrawler, and then, you know, we get a return of Nick Nolte's uh, character, the uh, Ugnaught, whatever that thing is called. I, I don't even remember his name, but I uh, like that character, the great character, but... Um, he delivers lines really weird, but mm-hmm. he, I mean, he's a fine character, he's just, he's just weird, you know. And then we have that um, nice little uh, knight knight versus dragon type of scene where, you know, the, mm-hmm. he, he goes against yeah. that rhino uh, monster. Yeah, a lot of action there. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, was, it was a very action-packed uh, episode but with, where, where nothing happened. Where nothing <laughs> happens. And, and what's, what I find insane is that 
maybe you and I don't have our Star Wars beer goggles on. You know what I'm talking about? Like the beer goggles, like when essentially, for those of you who don't know in the comment sections, there's always that one guy who's not aware. Beer goggles is when you go like to the club or whatever and you know, you get really drunk and then you see someone you think is very good looking, you take them home and you know, because you have your beer goggles on, they look really good. When you wake up in the next morning, they're Shrek. And uh, <laughs> essentially, everybody has like their Star Wars goggles on, their Star Wars beer goggles, because everybody left and right is giving it a 9 or a 10. And I'm just sitting here going, what are you guys seeing that I'm not seeing? Like, it's not bad, but it's not the most amazing thing ever. I definitely wouldn't give it a 9 or a 10. Episodes 1 and 2 of Game of Thrones were way better than this. Yeah, well, I mean, they had they had a story. Like, I get that they're going for atmosphere and cinematography and, and mm -hmm. they're trying to connect to the old spaghetti western. Right. But um, I don't know. I mean, at this point, that's homage, and I need a little more than homage. Like, when spaghetti westerns were doing it, you know, it's the... You know, a lot of times it was the first time doing that sort of thing. So when you're seeing that cinematography and you're seeing, you're seeing, um, you know, tension being drawn from no dialogue and things like that. I don't know, it, 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 it feels new and fresh for some reason, even though I understand that somebody's in the, in the comment gonna be like, there were a thousand spaghetti westerns and sp a thousand westerns and they were all just copying each other. And it's like, yeah, it's true, but I don't know. There, there's, there, was, there was something fresh feeling about, like I, I watched, um, you know, uh, good, the Good, the Bad and the Ugly fairly late in life. And, you know, after everything else in the world had copied it. And I still was just captivated by, by the movie and how it was filmed. Um, so, I, you know, I don't know what it is, the, the je ne sais quoi, but, but I'm not getting the sort of the same thing with, with Mandalorian. Like, I get that it's homage, but I'm not getting anything sort of fresh. I'm not, I'm not captivated by the way it's filmed or anything like that. Mm -hmm. um, I just kind of note that, oh, they're trying to make it look like Western. And what's funny is is that this is this is always a thing that happens with because we got skewered in the comments section. Everybody's like, guys, you do realize it's just the first episode. Yeah, but this is the first Star Wars live action television show in the Disney era. It has to impress. Mm -hmm. And it's not that it didn't impress. It kind of did, but at the same time, it didn't blow me out of the water. And I think that's what Disney was trying to go for. They, I don't think they were going for its uh, okay score. They were going for an its yeah. amazing score. And this is something I've noticed with a lot of content creators on YouTube when it comes to the Disney-era Star Wars stuff. Yeah. The first day they watch it, they're like, oh my god, that was awesome. And then 24 hours later, you know, on second thought, eh, and then we go yeah, down I mean, that rabbit hill, the rabbit hole. This is this is this is going to be really tough because because people on the internet and and people that write reviews they either want to do a really glowing one like this is the most awesome thing ever, or they want to just pick it apart and and complain about it like 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 I do with uh, with late season Game of Thrones, um, or you know just you know go on and on about about how it you know it's destroying the the you know. Star Wars is destroyed by the Last Jedi and go into these huge things like it's a huge crisis. Um, you know, Captain Marvel is destroying uh, the the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and uh, you know they like to go to these extremes. I don't know what they can do with this. It's just so vanilla that <laughs> I, I I can't I can't really say that I super hate it because I don't mm -hmm. I don't super like it. It's just there. It's 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 like eating vanilla ice cream. It's just there. Um, it's okay. It's forgettable. 
you know? I wouldn't say it's so, forgettable, because there are some scenes that I'm, you know, when it comes to Star Wars, I'm always going to remember. Like, the whole, what, look, the I IG mean, unit uh, a scene was awesome. No, and it was fun. Look, like, the episode was fine. It opened up, and the he had his, his battle, his little, his fight, his physical fight scene with the, um, with the aliens. And I thought that the physical fight scene was pretty good. And, you know, I liked how it was filmed. I liked how the, the Yoda was, was watching him and things like that. The Yoda looked great. Um, the puppet Yoda they were using mm-hmm. rather than the CGI Yoda. I thought it looked great. Looks good. Yeah. Uh, I thought, you know, him, him trying to repair himself and the Yoda reaching, that was some compelling stuff. I got the atmosphere there. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know, it, it, I liked it. it. And then he goes and... Well, the first thing, when he goes and he finds that his ship has been dismantled by the Jawas, I immediately thought, there's Jawas on this planet? <laughs> apparently, I always, I always thought they were native to Tatooine, but apparently they're That's inter, what I did too. intergalactic I species that goes around trying to like salvage ship. I guess they're, they're space-faring, mm-hmm. you know, throughout the galaxy. They, you know, they land on... Uh, <laughs> um, Unless this is Tatooine and they're not telling us. I don't think they've told us... We've already seen three planets. We've seen that um, <clears throat> the ice planet in the very beginning of the first episode. And then we yeah. see that, that guild planet where the guild is on. And then we yeah. see this desert planet. So I, I don't know the names of any of these planets. So that may That's be true. Tatooine. Maybe, maybe they're on Tatooine the whole time. Mm-hmm. Um, that would be interesting. Because then maybe they're going to that Sarlacc pit and get Boba Fett out. <laughs> <laughs> we can only hope. <sighs> um, now, I, I, when I watched the, the, the Jawa scene, I, I was thinking of the tank scene from, from Last Crusade. Um, but it, it, was a fu- it was a fun scene. It didn't make too much sense because he's disintegrating them. And then they're using like non-lethal like cans and stuff throwing it at him and it's like why aren't they shooting him with blasters like they don't have, they don't have blasters like it seems it seems really odd but it was fine it was it was a fun scene um even though it made no sense and then you know he goes back to to the same guy who's just like the most charitable human being on earth for no reason um and then he brings him in to bargain for his for his uh for his stuff back, and they tell him to get an egg. I guess they really like, really like those eggs. And then he's got to fight the egg. And then at the end, you know, the Yoda saves him, and he, and they're and they're like, oh, I don't know, I don't know what happened. You know, like you, they've never heard of, heard of the Force. Like everybody, <laughs> everybody says, "May the Force be with you." That's like a regular, like phrase in the Star Wars universe. May the Force be with you. Mm-hmm. Um. The Jedi died like 25 years ago, and a new Jedi destroyed the Empire. I mean, they didn't hear news that like, oh, this guy Luke Skywalker, a Jedi, like came and, you know, like defeated the Empire, and that's why the Empire had fallen. They're like, oh, no, a Jedi, don't they use the Force? Like, none of that? Like, he, he wasn't like, oh, it's the Force. Wow, that Yoda knows the Force. I'm going to go ahead and assume because the galaxy is so big and it has trillions of people and there are hundreds of Jedi, I mean, what are the odds that you're one of those trillion and you're going to see, you know, a Jedi in your lifetime ever? I'm just saying the Jedi Council was around 25, well... It was, but once again, there were hundreds of them versus, like, you know, trillions of people. And Yoda, Yoda, like the Yoda, like, when he picks this alien out, he's like, oh, what's this alien species? Yoda's the head of the Jedi Council 25 years ago. Like, they were essentially running the Old Republic 
Like, like I say, it's like not knowing who, you know, Bill Clinton was, you know, like, like, wasn't that long ago. But once again, in a galaxy filled, filled with trillions of people, like, are you really going to know, like, this basic stuff? Like, like, to some random peasant on, like, fucking Dantooine, like, are they really going to care about who the head of the Jedi Council is? Is it really common knowledge? I mean, is he, is he stupid enough to be, like, a peasant? Like, I mean, mm. he's never heard of Bill... Like, how old do you think the character is? You know? um, the like, character, well, like I said, I, I, I firmly believe that the reason he said no droids was because he was probably a victim of the Clone Wars. So, what's that? Maybe he's, like, in his late 30s, early 40s? So he, he remembers the Clone Wars, but he doesn't know, he doesn't remember who commanded the Clone Wars. Maybe I'm just I'm like, just trying to like figure I'm just trying to make sense of like how like because you're right like everybody seems to have forgotten that the force was a thing but at the same time it's almost like people within the Empire original Republic who weren't like you know clone troopers or Jedi it's almost like they've never encountered a Jedi even though they served alongside them and it's almost like they've never seen the Jedi use their powers because I because I'm I'm gonna go ahead and assume a lot of these Imperial guys who refer to as, like, an old religion, have only ever seen the Jedi use their laser swords and not the Force? Like, like it, it really is weird. It really is weird, like, how nobody really remembers a lot of this stuff. So, eh? You're archaic. What did they say? What does he say in the original Star Wars? Uh, he says ancient religion. He calls it an ancient religion. Yeah. It's like, 20, 20 years? That's ancient? Okay. You know, he says, he goes, don't try to frighten us with your sorcerer's ways, Lord Vader. Sorcerers. Your sad devotion to that ancient religion has not helped you conjure up the stolen data tapes. So. I mean, I remember reading a cracked article that said that that was just like the dumbest, the dumbest action. And in all of the movies, that is the most illogical guy. Because it's like, it's like, imagine just telling your boss, like, like, you know, your religion sucks. Like, oh, really? You're Jewish? Being a, being Jewish sucks. Like, to his face. Like, could you imagine? And you wouldn't be immediately fired or or choked, like force choked. But this is the thing that that always <laughs> like we're veering off. But this is actually interesting. I know. This I know. is the thing that I never understood watching as a kid watching uh, A New Hope. Was Vader really anybody's boss? Like, it all... Because I'm like, okay, Vader's everybody's boss, and who's Tarkin? And why does Vader answer to Tarkin? I, 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 I always assumed, like, like Vader was, like, the lead bad guy, and then the Emperor comes out. Okay, so Vader's the right hand of the bad guy. And not even that. It was, like, mostly Tarkin who was, like, the lead yeah, bad guy. Yeah, I mean, I think there's definitely some, some retroactive continuity when it comes to... Like, you know, they had an emperor. They mentioned an emperor in the original Star Wars. They did. It's like what was in his mind in 1977 mm -hmm. when he says things like, oh, it was all planned out. And you're like, it was all planned out because Luke and Leia are flirting in the first movie. And, like, it's clear. And on the poster, she's clearly supposed to be his romantic interest. Mm -hmm. And then later they make, you know, them twins. Like, they, they just cram that in in Return of the Jedi. And you're like, you know, it clearly he didn't have that planned. So, like, when Star Wars came out, you know, you don't really know how long ago some of these things were, and what the, what the history was, and the, and the and the relationship. What is a Grand Moff, and what's what's Tarkin's rank, but and what was Lord Vader's rank? Like, it it seemed like Lord Vader was beneath Grand Moff Tarkin. You know, mm. that he was the second in command that got away. So, 
The one thing I will say that I am liking about The Mandalorian so far is that mm. it's like an RPG game. Like, it plays out like an RPG game. You have your opening thing, blah, blah, we're established the character. The character is getting armor upgrades as time goes on. His bre his breastplate was completely destroyed by that rhino thing. Mm. So, yeah, I'm, yeah. so I'm assuming he's going to get like a, like a better... He has to go retrieve a thing... And then on his way back, his mode of transportation is gone, so he has to go and do a quest, a side quest, and he has to get this egg, but he has to fight this monster first, and while he's fighting the monster, the armor gets busted, so when he retrieves the egg, he has to go get new armor, he has to get mo like, like, it's almost like an RPG thing, and I really like that about this, like, I, that's, that's really what I enjoy, he has to get, like, he already has his weapons, his signature look, blah, 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 like, it's, it's playing out like a video game, and I kind of like I mean, that. I mean, you're, you're right, I mean... It's strange because it's not like it's not like video games are praised for having the best stories. Like yes, we say sometimes, oh, that's a really great story in that video game, but we're we're, we're ranking it on video game level of stories and storytelling. Like how you tell a story in a video game is very different from how you tell a story oh, in yeah. a movie. Mm -hmm. And so you're right. Like it feels like a video game quest that like you know <laughs> the Jawas are like you need to bring us an egg. <laughs> like side quest, give him the egg, mm -hmm. and you get your and you get your engine, and now he gets to you know gets gets to go off planet. And then he tries it, to recruit a follower. The follower goes, nah, never mind. <laughs> that's See, that's, that's unrealistic. Normally, that... and, and, P, and the NPCs are overly generous and friendly. Yes, it, <laughs> yeah. it, it is. It is exactly like. A, you kill people, you kill people, and then you can go talk to them later as if you haven't killed their friends. <laughs> yes, it's just like oh my god, yes. just like a video game. <laughs> like he literally vaporized like two of them, threw one off the sand crawler as it was like running away, but then they completely are okay with bargaining with them. Hmm. <laughs> oh god. Oh, oh my god! It is exact. It is a video game plot. Oh my god. <laughs> oh man! But but there oh, isn't I, I, there isn't really much talk about this episode other than Baby Yoda, who is super cute, by the way. But at the same time, um, I don't know. Someone was saying how they didn't like it that uh, Baby Yoda was able to like lift that that giant animal the way he was able to. Like, I, so, he's a Mary Sue. Uh, <laughs> sure, why not? <laughs> Someone said like they would have liked it better if he was able to use the force to calm the animal down, which we've seen before. Um, we saw Anakin mm. do that briefly with the with that rhino monster in episode two. He calmed him down with the force. So I would have liked that better because it, it seems to me like you know lifting something up shouldn't be in, shouldn't be possible for that species. But at the same time, it seems like Yoda's species are like like pandas. You know, I, I guess they're they don't mate that much, so there's not that that many of them. Well, if I'm making the argument, we don't know how we don't know um, how much training the Yoda's gotten. Mm, you think it's a Jedi? Well, here's the thing: they, they Yoda dies at what? He's what 500 when he dies? I think 800 or 900, something. Oh, like that. 800. Okay. He, I think he um, says at one point, uh, get to 800 years old and see how good you look, or something like that. Okay, so so if he's 800, then their lifespan is eight times human beings, and they said this one is 50. So that that makes you know it, uh, um, you know, twelve. <laughs> Am I doing my? No, I'm not doing my math right. Yeah. If, uh, this is the podcast where where we don't do our math six. correctly. It's okay. Six. <laughs> it makes him six years old, mm. right? Um, and we saw the the that they were training people in the Jedi te temple, uh, like those the humans 
right, when they were really young, mm-hmm. right? Around they they looked around five, um, you know. So yeah, maybe, maybe maybe he said some training, and he kept the baby alive the entire time. I'm assuming because he's going to return it because we have seen uh, stuff in the in the in the trailer where. Um, his armor is completely upgraded in Baskar armor, so I'm assuming he's going to either re- uh, deliver the baby and then get his prize and then take the baby back, or he's going to completely keep it for himself for some reason. Because there's no reason why a Mandalorian would want uh, a Force-sensitive child, unless he plans on leaving the child with somebody. Mm? Uh, I mean, I don't know what the. I mean, I don't know what they're. They're doing with it. I mean, maybe they would. Probably somebody wants to enslave it and then use its force power to do something, try to take over some stuff. Well, that doctor supposedly someone saw the, like the patch on his uh, on his arm, um, and it looked like uh, one of the cloners' patches. So maybe he's trying to clone Baby Yoda. Yeah. Oh, that would be that would be brutal. But, but can you, you clone a Jedi though? Clones? I mean, you, you, midichlorians. In the sure, why not? Get out. They'd have all the midichlorians in them, and then it would be you'd have a whole army of force sensitive people. Mm. <clears throat> an army, an army of force sensitive Yoda species creatures that take fifty years to grow, not even to adulthood. Oh, I mean, but you you remember uh, they can alter the DNA to make them age. Faster. Oh, that's right. That's what they, the, the clones. So, mm. Yeah, so you can. Hmm. You can, you know, do it in half the time, a quarter of the time. I mean, that's still a long time. That's still, <laughs> I mean, you still have to wait, like, if it's half the time, you still got to wait, like, 20, 25 years just for a, just for a, a toddler. Because, I mean, it can walk, so it's, it's not quite, we're, we're, it's, not, it's not really a baby Yoda. It's kind of a toddler. It's at least a toddler Yoda. Mm-hmm. But does this, <laughs> but does... But does this, like, weird <laughs> Imperial warlord really have the resources for all of this? Because those cloners on Kamino, like, they had a whole facility down. I do I do have to say we're thinking awfully big for a we show really that's awfully are. small. You know, like, considering at each episode nothing happens, and we're like, oh, my God, what if you had an army of cloned Yodas? Like, that's, that's really big thinking here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh, considering this episode, he found an egg. You know, you can actually, I realized, though, at the end of this episode, that had you cut out this episode, because last episode he finds the Yoda, and then in the next episode, if he's on his ship with the Yoda, you would have not, you would have not thought you missed anything. Mm-hmm. No, you're, you're 110% you know? correct, yeah. Yeah, so th- this episode was like, you know, a complete, besides his armor getting destroyed, yeah. maybe that's going to come back. But, um, you know, other than that, nothing, nothing really happens. Well, he just gets back, to, gets back to zero. His back, his armor being destroyed and finding out that the, the species has, you know, the ability to levitate, levitate things. Yeah. yeah. So Realiz- realizing that it is the force, right? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, he doesn't know what the force is because, you know, he doesn't, he doesn't remember. He doesn't remember things. You know. So, so the one thing. <laughs> do you, hey, do you, hey, hey, Carmine. You, do you know what a uh, do you know what a, a tank is? <laughs> <laughs> they, they used to use those back in the war. I'm just saying. I know there hasn't been. You know. Uh, I, I know it's before your time. <laughs> but, 
it's funny too because what what kind of annoying what's kind of annoying me about these episodes is that they're really short. I wasn't expecting them to be this short. This was less than thirty minutes. I yeah. I, I when it when it finished, I, I I looked down at the time. I was like, what? Twenty seven? I think it was twenty seven minutes. Around there, yeah. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh gosh. Not including the credits. The first one was the first one was a bit longer. The first one was around thirty four, thirty five minutes. This one is thirty thirty minutes, I think, or maybe a little less than that, give or take. Jeez. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, and there's only how many episodes? I think eight episodes, I believe. Eight or nine, something like that. It's less than ten. And what's funny is people are getting our case saying, guys, this is the first episode. Yes, but you're supposed to you're supposed to dress to impress on the first episode. Not to mention, you're supposed to give it the three episode try. What really what Disney Plus really <laughs> should have done was release the first three episodes. Because I wouldn't have a problem with this as much as I do, and I don't have a major problem with it. It's once again, like Preston said, it's fine. It's just that I would rather binge all these episodes that just kind of seem like we're slugging through them. Like Preston's yeah. right, you don't. If you skipped episode two from one to three, like it wouldn't feel like you really missed much. Yeah, I mean, I do remember. The, it's a funny thing about like giving a show time. Like I, so I used to watch. Uh, you know, I, I actually like Star Trek a bit, and so I was, remember watching Enterprise, and Enterprise was just a show that just was plagued with a lot of problems, but the, the worst thing was that it was kind of dull. And I remember in the middle of third season, beginning of fourth season, they were, you know, it gets canceled. And I remember people commenting on boards like, oh man, they were just getting into their groove. And you're like, guys, it's fourth season. <laughs> like. Right, it should have gotten into its groove. Okay, that's what I always hear about Star Trek Enterprise. Is that um, not Enterprise? Um, you you mean the the Next Generation? No, no, no. This was Enterprise. Enterprise. Because Enterprise? Enterprise was the Scott Bakula, Quantum Leap guy. It it, it took place uh, after First Contact, but before Kirk. Oh, that um, one—the one where it's, yeah. they had that weird intro. Uh, it, it's been a long yeah, with Rod, Rod Stewart song. Right, and, right. Yeah. The one thing I always hear about the Next Generation is that the first season kind of blows, and then everything else is, is good. Oh, with Next Generation, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's kind of true of all all of this, um, all of them. <clears throat> like the first season of all of the shows aren't very good. Uh, all the Star Trek uh, shows, but I, I'm gonna have to um, move they, this conversation away from Star Trek. I, I know, interrupt you because we're gonna get but, we're but, gonna get people mad <laughs> at us. <laughs> But but to bring but to bring it back to what we're talking about, it's like it's like people are always saying, "Oh, give it more time." Remember how often people said, "Like, oh, give give season five like time. It's like working up to something." Or give season six time. Give season seven time. No, it's all building up to something. And then it wasn't. It wasn't building up to anything. Like <laughs> like there's I I guarantee Mandalorian. It's not getting more exciting. <laughs> Who knows? It might. It it actually might get more exciting. Maybe not on a grandiose scale. Maybe we're treating it a bit harshly because we're so used to Star Wars uh, movies, ha- uh, Star Wars content in general, having such yeah. a grandiose scale. You know, like this is something Red Letter Media bitches about in regards to every Marvel movie ever. You know, there's always has to be like a blue laser shooting out from the middle of New York City and like an alien invasion yeah. in every movie. And I think. I think you and I are just treating it a bit harshly because we're so used to Star Wars, every movie, every piece of content, a galaxy is, uh, you know, the, the fate of the galaxy is, uh, you know, going down here or the fate of a planet is at risk. Like, something's going down that's so big and this is more of a self-contained story. I, I just, just and, maybe we're not used and to no, it. Like, I, I get as well, like, <clears throat> so, some people, like, also, I, I read a comment, like, like calling out some hypocrisy of mine where, where um, they said, you know, oh, Preston, like, 
he claims that he he wants something new, but then wants the, wants the plot to like actually link into the other Star Wars movies. Because I was complaining about all of the little um, continuity porn of like, oh, the eye from Jabba's palace, or mm-hmm. you know, this this species, the pig species from Cloud City, and it's like. I think there's a difference between, well, one, I think there's a difference between a plot tying in and making it significant versus, you know, random eye stuff. Like, I'd, I'd rather see some more creative eye stuff that's, that's brand new and a plot that's, like, new but, you know, has stakes. And the only stakes we know is from the original storyline. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I think there's some nuance in, in what I actually want. Like, you know, I don't want everything to be completely new. I don't want everything to be completely irrelevant and separated. You know, you you want some sort of interesting balance. Um, And it's the same thing with, like, when we trash action. Like, if there's too much action and it's all just, like, mind-numbing action that doesn't go anywhere or mean anything because there aren't any stakes and everybody has plot armor, then, you know, we don't like it. But at the same time, like, nothing happening is also not something you want. Now, now here there's action, like, but again, it's, it's I, I would say there's nothing going on with the plot. They put all of this like useless action in there, but there's nothing going on with the plot. I want some excitement in the story, you know, and I don't really care about, you know, fighting rhinos. The fighting rhino was fine, it's just I didn't think it was, you know, a great, that doesn't make a show, you know. And not to mention, what I will say is, is, because let's let's be honest here, because the, I, I, the leaks that I read months ago was that the baby was mm-hmm. actually Ben Solo, not not uh, Baby Yoda species. Whether or yeah. not they changed it or not, or if that leak was wrong, regardless, even if it was Ben Solo, you would still have an issue with it because you know everything is got kind of being interconnected, and we've always bitched that we want something like separate in another part of the galaxy far far away, and that's what I've always wanted. But at the same time, I think what I always want is I want to also make sure that the stuff I'm reading. And not seeing that stuff, not in the movie stuff. I'm reading hmm. stuff. I'm playing, kind of also gets referenced in this stuff. So it is kind of interconnected. For example, I was reading. Um, I was reading. Oh fuck! It was just at the tip of my. Goddamn. Okay. New 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 example. I was playing the Battlefront Two uh, campaign, and in the Battlefront Two campaign, a certain event is referenced there. I would like that event to kind of be referenced here. It's not something that's major connecting, like Luke Skywalker showing up, but I just want to know that other stuff that I'm consuming in regards to Star Wars, also you know, is, is in this mm-hmm. galaxy. I want to make sure this galaxy really does feel like a galaxy that I'm actively keeping up with. You know. Um. I was. I was also. This. This gets back to our to our Watchmen discussions, but I was uh, listening to an interview with um, the creative Watchmen, uh, Lindelof, Damon Lindelof, and he was talking about the the courage to <clears throat> take characters that aren't yours and make them your own and do something with them. Um, so, like, if you ever read, you know, I mean, I know you read a lot of Expanded Universe books, but... Have you ever, like, I, 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 reading those books, I always thought none of these books would ever do something like kill Luke, you know, or kill Han. Like, they didn't have the strength to do something that original, you know, like, to take it, to take the story in its own direction. Um, I, I, finally, I think there was a book where Chewbacca died, and it was like a big deal that somebody was like, oh my God, they killed Chewbacca, this side character, you know, essentially, who doesn't have any speaking lines. So, like, with Mandalorian, do you think they would ever do anything significant in it? Because it does, because it's not part of the main Star Wars 
movie universe. Um, would they have the Would they have the balls to just be like, yeah, you know what, we're gonna we're gonna tackle midichlorians, or, or you know, or, or or I don't know. Um, well, that depends. Like, would they? Would the? Do I think the Mandalorian would make? Galaxy-wide changing decisions or yes. fan-changing decisions? Yeah, decisions. that's what I'm talking because about. I'm talking about galaxy-wide implications on on canon. Mm, um, oh. Would they, you know, would it have the gall to do that? Well, a galaxy-wide changing decision the Mandalorian could do would, would be like to kill Leia. Obviously, it's not going to happen as an example. That's a galaxy-wide right. changing decision to kill Leia or like a main character like that. A fan-changing decision that would, you know, really, you know, resonate with fans would be. Uh, changing the way midi-chlorians are perceived. Because everybody hates the whole midi-chlorian thing. I kind of hate it because it really does ruin right. the history of the I force. mean, even the introduction of midi-chlorians is something that only only George Lucas could have done. Like, only George Lucas would have had the gall to introduce something like that. Right. Um, being on the level of that would be something like, yeah, like um, doing something with the Knights of Ren or the history of the Jedi or, you know, the, the wills. You know, or something. You know, something really huge, but I don't think anybody has the the uh, the motivation or gall to like tackle such a big story, like a, one of those fundamental things. Um, you know, in the uh, in the Star Wars universe, which is why you know Mandalorian seems small. Right. So, do I think that they're gonna do anything that big? I don't think they're gonna do something that big. And if it is even that big, it might it might be so subtle because I can't see the Mandalorian show doing anything big enough to impact Episode Nine or any movies going forward. Yeah. No. No. Not at all. I mean, I'm surprised when I was shocked when I saw Solo and they showed Darth Maul, and I was like, "Oh, you're like," I mean. It seemed a little gutsy, but at the same time, Darth Maul was brought back in canon mm-hmm. in the um, in in Star Wars Clone Wars. Yes. So, so it wasn't that much, but it was a little bit. Like, oh, geez, like you're showing Darth Maul. Okay, that's 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 gutsy. They definitely but did that else, so yeah. they could do a solo too and have like Han Solo somewhat fight Darth Maul, maybe, or yeah. have Darth Maul kill uh, Kira, so that way Solo like doesn't have like a love interest going forward. Yeah, or maybe maybe Darth Maul will show up in the Obi Wan movie. I don't know. Yes, or, or uh, you mean the Obi Wan show, which is is confirmed. Oh, yeah, yeah, for yeah. Disney Plus as yeah. well, probably coming in 2020, 2021, around there. Oh man, I mean, it's Disney Plus. Disney Plus is just going to be like all the Avengers shows and and Star Wars shows. I think so. Yeah, I, and and apparently they have a Jeff Goldblum talk show. So my my buddy was telling me about it. So I. Eh. Oh, uh, oh, they're they're trying to compete with Netflix, yeah. so it's only it's only natural, but. I, yeah, I, I'm really just in it for the Star Wars stuff. I really am. I imagine that a lot of parents might go for it and try to say, oh, I get every Disney movie, you know, and all this, all this kind of frozen songs and stuff that I can pop on and, and babysit. Well, to be fair, you also get um, Hulu and ESPN with your uh, subscription of Disney+. Plus. So, I mean, that's something. Oh, really? Yeah, that's something. Hulu oh, with ads, oh. though. Hulu with ads. <laughs> I mean, I have enough subscription services already. So, oh God, me too. I mean, my wife has net, my wife has Netflix, and I have HBO. And then, just because we have Amazon Prime, we get we get uh, you know the Prime. Mm-hmm. But um, but we don't we know 
We got that for shipping, not for and for discounts at Whole Foods, not for the. Uh... It's it's funny. <laughs> Amazon Prime has got to be the most the most like convenient thing because I I sh I buy stuff from Amazon all the time. So we get the Prime two day free shipping, the the shows. What else? I think we get also get access to. I get access to Prime Pantry, which I can buy some grocery stuff, not like fresh produce, but some grocery. I feel stuff. I feel like, I feel like we're 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 one big ad, but no, I just don't <laughs> think Disney Plus. I don't think Disney Plus is gonna make it. I think it's I think we're already gorged like there's enough tv on those platforms there's infinite things to watch on any individual one that that um, is but that is the what you were saying though um about amazon prime that is kind of like the next evolution of this whole subscription service though because yeah netflix blah 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 everybody's gonna keep around netflix but any new subscription service has got to offer more stuff uh, at, at a nice price like like Disney Plus by itself yeah not worth it but you're also getting ESPN and Hulu okay great all they need to do is add one more service maybe like a, a music service and we're all fucking set here for all for ten dollars I, I that's a, yeah. that's a good that's a good deal I mean it's all like umbrella corporation kind of stuff like what can they offer me like related to like we all we all think it's evil that that these these massive corporations are taking taking over like every aspect of our lives, but at the same time it's super convenient, and like impossible to live without mm -hmm. it. So, you know, if they can do that, they have to offer something that's really that people really want. That's you know makes their lives easier. Disney Plus doesn't make my life easier. So, oh gosh, did we just give away that that we've been watching Mandalorian without? Without having Disney Plus, <laughs> don't worry, Preston. I'll remove this. I'll, I'll remove this in editing. But uh, oh, you don't have to. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, okay. So final score. So you're telling me that five is the average, six is above average. What's seven? It's, it's seven's above average. It's just a little more above average. <laughs> what are you? What are you saying? That's how numbers work. <laughs> Oh. This is literally this is literally how numbers work. So get this straight. <laughs> if five is average and six is above average, seven is just slightly yeah. a bit more above average. I mean, it's it's ten percent more above average. What? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I wish I wish there was more to say about yeah. this about this episode. I mean, I guess we could just talk forever about how man. My perception of Jawas now that they they might be intergalactic, uh, like spacefaring aliens. Like this changes everything, man. <laughs> okay, so let's just say for the sake of this rating, five is below average, six is average, seven is above. Just for the sake of this, just for the sake of this, <laughs> what would you give? What would you give the score? I would I would put it on the same level as the last episode. Mm. Um, I I think this episode paced better. Than the last episode, yes. I thought that le last episode had more interesting aspects to it because there was the thing about the cult and the <clears throat> and f some flashes of his backstory. Mm -hmm. um, but at the same time, there were parts of the last episode, like when he was sitting with the the pig boy, where I was just like, ah, what's going on? Why is this scene here? This episode, I think. It, it was paced better, it flowed better. I thought the cinematography was better than the first episode. Um, just the shots of the, of, of the Yoda and, and you know, the fights and things like that. You didn't have the annoying blue man, uh, things like that. Um, so I would say overall it was the same 
as the first episode, my, my rating, just in a different way. Mm-hmm. I, well, I gave it a, an above average score, a seven. <clears throat> but I would okay. give this... So you thought it was a little better. You thought it was a little better than the first one. No, I thought this was slightly down. I would give it a six. I gave, I gave oh, last okay, episode okay. a seven. I would give this a six. Because like you said, nothing really happens. And it really does feel more like right. an RPG video game than an actual like show. I, I liked this one a little better because I, th- I I could see the action a little more. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like the hand-to-hand combat, the climbing. I, I could see what was going on, the, the rhino. Um, I felt a little more connected to his opponents because they were Jawas rather than faceless aliens um, or like a CGI. I mean, I guess he fought a CGI rhino and before it was a CGI like sea monster. By the way, speaking of his opponents, um, did you notice when those mm-hmm. aliens at the very beginning attacked him, one of the last ones remaining ran towards the baby and was about to kill it? Did you notice that? Oh, is that what he mm-hmm. was doing? So, and was that like a self-destructed device or something? His bomb? Was that a bomb there? I have, I have no idea, but it, the IG unit was trying to kill it last last episode, and these guys were assaulting him, and when one when, when there was only one remaining, it ran right for for the baby. So I'm assuming there's probably a separate contract going around to kill the, the child? Mm. Yeah, or it's like, you know, if not in our hands, then in nobody's hands. Maybe. I mean, if you had a nuclear weapon, like... Okay, let's say you're, you're, you're draconian in nature and there's, there's only one nuclear weapon in the world. Um, you having it would be the best case scenario because you have all the power. Right. Sec- second best situation is nobody has right. it. Right. And then the worst situation is somebody else has it, right? Mm-hmm. Just, you know, power-wise. So I think it's, you know, something like that. If we can't have it, then no one, no one can have it. There's an interesting mystery here, and, I, and I'm curious to know more. We'll see what happens with episode three, because that's really like, I feel like episode three will determine where, where we go with this whole thing. Because once again, the first episode, not bad. Second episode, eh, whatever. And it's just, once again, it's not wowing me, and this is Star Wars, and that's kind of a shame. Yeah, yeah. Uh. So do you think the pig boy is, like, in love with the Mandalorian? <laughs> is that... <clears throat> Do you think that's like the the subtext there that I'm not that I'm getting that he's like that they have a connection I, I th- like romantic? I think you just hit the nail on the head uh, in, in regards to everything. <laughs> I think if we rewatch now for that subtext, like we're like, huh? You know, like why he's just helping him out? It's like, dude, it's like flirting. Man. You are so correct about like these characters just being like ran- random NPCs who just really like his actions. <laughs> His actions really don't impact their opinions on him. It's just like what he can kind of give them, kind right. of. Right, like you know, like when you kill the shop shop owner's wife, but you can still go into a shop and buy stuff. Like you know, like you didn't notice that your wife's been killed. Okay. Uh, Prez, let's wrap it up here, guys. Thank you so much for joining us on this episode of the Mandalorian. Uh, podcast review thingy. Join us next week. Where, uh, by the way, they're coming out on Friday now, every Friday. So. Okay. Join us next week for episode three. We'll see you all next time. Have a good one.